People assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect, but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Started well, that sentence. It got away from me, yeah. Okay, that was weird. Like, you can hear me. Well, I can hear you. Okay, that's enough. I've got enough now, I've got a long day and I've had bloody enough! Welcome to Into the Time Vortex Podcast. Episode 50, talking about a Doctor Who episode from the third season of the new series called Blink. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. This was a pretty good episode. Who's the author on this one? I'd be Stephen Moffat. Wait, Moffat? The guy that just gave us... Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, this is before he was the showrunner, when he was good. Okay. <laughs> Blink. What do we think about this episode? It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Probably. My, yeah, it's this one's really good. Like, yeah. Probably my top two, between this and Vincent and the Doctor. Yeah, this is way up there for me, too. I wouldn't... <clears throat> I would have to think about it. It could be my number one, but it's it's close. I mean... For the new series, if I start factoring in classic, I start to start to think, well, maybe classic episodes. But this is pretty close. And it's not your typical Doctor Who episode. There's there's a, a lot of things about this that it's so amazing. It's almost another it's almost a totally different show. It it's on so many levels. First off, you have Moffat writing for a female character that all these characters in this episode are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And there's so they're not in it that much. That what's his name? Shipton. Yeah. Um, yeah, the detective. He's yeah. only in it for like just a couple of minutes, but his character is so defined within. And, and maybe that's the acting. You get you know some pretty good actors in this, and so, some of them have gone on to do amazingly well. I mean, you know. Yeah, the girl who plays Sally Sparrow has been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's she was nominated for an Oscar, wasn't uh, she? Yeah. I think she was nominated yeah. for an Oscar. So it was, uh, who's that? So I mean, Carrie, Carrie yeah. something? Yeah, it is. Uh, Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. Carrie Mulligan. Yeah, um, I mean, this, uh, the whole, it's the, it is the episode that I have people watch who have never watched Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And, Everybody watches it and it's like, Whoa. I mean, I remember the first time I watched it, it scared the crap out of me. I was just like, <laughs> the whole time, you know, hands in front of my face, the whole bit. And Charlotte still won't watch it. I put it on this morning to rewatch it, even though I've seen it like 15 times. And she got up and was like, I'm going in the other room now because yeah. it scares her. There's so many things that work right on this episode, the humor and the, the, the creepiness. First off, you have a creation of a, an alien that's so great. You know, later on, they, they kind of messed it up a little bit, but, you know, it's just, they never move. You see some shadows move, but they never move. There's a scene where, I love this scene, I, I had forgotten about it. Sally's hunched over, and one of them is is looking in the back and then she goes up and her her head covers and walks forward and it's it's moved and you wouldn't necessarily notice that when you're watching it for the first time but after you watch it a couple of times you're like oh my god it, it moved and it, you don't see it move it just you know 
and that that whole concept, the design of that alien was perfect. It was a, a really good. And it was, you know, it's a, it's an angel statue. You see this stuff everywhere. Yeah. You know, every time you go by a cemetery or a church or anything, there's a statue. Do you ever see them with the teeth in it? <laughs> no. If you do, you, <laughs> if you do, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was just, and and I loved how Kathy got thrown back initially, and was so confused, but still managed to live a good life and yeah. get married and have children, and it was it was just so well done. Yeah, the whole story unfolds perfectly because you have that I complain about that shock and they had the shock at the beginning where she rips the wallpaper down and her name is on it and that set the stage I remember first seeing that going and this is what Moffat does when you watch his episodes from Russell T. Davis's era you're like what like the, the, the girl in the fireplace you're like wait a minute that doesn't make any sense why is that happening? And then it, it, it unfolds and you're going, oh, wait a minute. And he, he answers all the questions for you at the end. Even they meant, make reference to it. Sometimes you just don't know. And then just like at the end, Sally's like, why, why did, I don't understand. Something's not right here. And then it, 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 it completes itself. This sort of goes into the idea that Moffat likes to finish his storylines and of this new current season. He seems to be doing that. But in this one episode, it, it's a, it's an all-inclusive, and everything is answered at the end. It's not like, wait a minute, you know. Really good stuff. Yeah, it all wraps up nicely. And the mystery of it all, with them trying to figure out what the doctor's saying on all the DVDs, and the guy working at the uh, store or the movie store, oh, which yeah. he eventually comes interested in later on. Kathy's brother. Yeah trying to figure out why these certain DVDs why what this message Nick. yeah I mean the whole the whole the script is amazing it's it's that's probably why it's one of the best episodes I mean every character is introduced so well like she walks in and she's talking to her friend and then the guy shows up but he's not wearing pants and then just the, the, the development of it and then the whole script you're like 17 DVDs and then the list and she goes those are my DVDs and he's like you only have seven 17 DVDs and it's just um, it's just great I love the doctor's not in this episode a lot but when he is there's the interaction with the recording is done perfectly because it, it's not just that time that they sit down in the in the mansion and go over it it's earlier on there's interaction between the two characters between the doctor and Sally because when they're in the music s store there he's still like it's complicated he's he's still like he's in the room mm -hmm. making comments and they're they're relevant to what they're talking about and then when she leaves at one point I think they go oh yeah so she leaves I don't know where she's going but the guy the other guy goes um, why don't they just go to the police yeah and, and then she she's like are, are you talking to me but he's not he's talking to the TV which is very parallel to what yeah the whole episode is about and so <laughs> that was fantastic I think I had they hadn't picked up on that initially and when I watched that today I was like oh yeah that's <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so... I like the little throwaway at the beginning, too, when she and Kathy climb over the fence, and she was like, we could be Nightingale and Sparrow, and Sally says it's very ITV. Yeah, that was oh. good. <laughs> and, and that's another... I, I think after that episode aired, and even watching it today, I was like, oh, so bad they didn't do it. Uh, uh, a, a spin-off. Uh, um, I was thinking the same thing. You know, not necessarily their, their two characters because <laughs> Kathy goes back in time, but, um, you know, the... The, the, the couple. Uh, the couple there, but... Um, well, he was a bit of a... Yeah. I don't think it would have been... He didn't have much personality. I, I do have one question that baffled me when I watched it this morning. Who threw the rock? Angel. Why? Usually they just go after you and send you back in time and, uh, you, you know. Yeah, but who did throw the, the rock or whatever? Why would an angel do that? You know, it is, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, it just never was answered. I mean, maybe it was the doctor going back to say, well, she has to see the message, so. She has to believe the message. Believe the message, yeah. I don't know. So it could have been the doctor who threw it. So, um, the Sally Sparrow character was fantastic. I love, my favorite line is, um, why do you want to be sad? And it's like, well, sad is for, is happy for deep people. <laughs> I just love that line. She's such a well-acted character, and her interaction sells everything. You know, we see this, the policeman, just for a couple of minutes, and then we see him as an old man, and she just sells it completely. And... Just on, on every level, there, there's nothing that that scene in the police station was the cre we talk about the creepiness when she looks out in the rain and sees them across, yeah, and then she looks back and they're gone, and then we see a shot of them Stand, like at yeah. the end. Oh, it's like Jesus Christ, stop that! Yeah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, the whole thing is just. I mean, when when he when the guy when Kathy's brother I can't remember his name Larry is standing there staring at the statue trying not to blink and he just turns his head for a second the thing is like right there yeah. i was like <gasps> yeah even watching it again this morning i yeah. was like oh, i forgot how scary this episode is yeah that's the whole idea is just such a great idea and they you know later episodes they they some of the stuff is still yeah i wish they never brought them back yeah. i really do it would have been better if they kept it um I love the music in this one. It's, it's a very well-paced story, too. Um, the Doctor's presence is in it, and, and <laughs> it's just clever how they did the recording. And, you know, s some of my favorite moments is, is, is with this episode, even though he's not in it that much. And he is, when he does come in, it, it's okay. I, I get, there's a negative that I want to talk about later, but I won't mess with it right now. I liked how... They trap the angels, where he gives them the disc, and they put in the TARDIS. Yeah. And the TARDIS goes away, mm -hmm. and they're all all the angels yeah. are staring at each other. And I, I was like, when I was remember when I first time I watched that, I was like, why would the Doctor leave them to get killed because the TARDIS is leaving without them? Why are they doing that? You know? And it's like, oh wait a minute, it was part of the plan, and it worked out really well. I wonder if Sally was the woman in the shop who gave Clara the phone number. No, that was Missy. Was it was Missy? Explained as missing. Yeah, it was Missy. It was explained as Missy? Mm -hmm. Oh. How did I miss that? <laughs> but I mean, like, it, I mentioned this before, when they were first in the shop, and it, the, the, the pause kept slipping, so she's like, can he hear me? It's like, he, the doctor goes, I can hear you. And, and it, yeah. It, but then it happens later on, 
and it works really well when they when they were like when they were writing it down. To, look to your left. He's writing down the transcript. It just the script was just so perfect on on every level. It's yeah, just, this was a great great episode. Um. And the ending was pretty tense. I mean, obviously the tension is throughout, but when they're attacking the TARDIS, and you never see them move. You see the light go blink on and off, and it's like the TARDIS yeah. is going back and forth, and they're moving and stuff. And I think later on we see the angels in an, another episode where they do move, and I, that was too bad because that, you know, the whole point of it is that we don't see them. We don't ever see. We're we're in in the immersed in this because we don't see them move either. Right. And when we do see a move, that it defeats the whole purpose of them. But um, that's one of the reasons why this episode is so good because we're immersed into it. I, I don't want to end on a negative, but I do have to point out there's one negative that bothered me more in, in this episode, and that was Martha. I couldn't stand her in this episode. She's only in it for a couple seconds, but she's like she's showing off going ah oh, the moon landing we see it four times and i was like eh, shut up you know <laughs> this guy just went through a traumatic moment it's a very um depressing these characters go through a depressing situation because their He's lives back are in 69 and he ends up dying yeah and you're like the inter the chemistry between sally and um shipton you know she's like you know oh my name's sally shipton and she's like mm -hmm. oh, it was so great it's like oh, i want to see them get together and then you know, he, yeah, obviously that's not going to happen, and you're like, oh, man. But then, you know, they get together again later on, and it's, it's you know, it's a very touching, on. yeah, it's a very touching scene. But Martha's like, nee, 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 nee. and then later on, you're like, the, the most, the, they're meeting for the first time, Sally and the doctor, and you're like, oh, this is really, really important. This is the most important part. It's not the most important part. It's a really important part of this whole storyline because we know now that this is, she gives him the information that he uses later on. And Martha's in the back going, come on, we got to get going. Come on, we got to kill him. Come on. You know, and I'm like, shut up. It, it just, I don't like her character that much. And this was an episode. And they did it on purpose. They made it like, like. Martha is the most important character there, and Sally, she's just someone on the street that just comes up and says to the doctor, and I, I just didn't like it. it. I didn't like our character. It was, it was, you know, it's, oh, it's not about you, Martha. It's about Sally, you know. It's, maybe I wanted them to, like, the doctor go, you know what? I'll just go with you, you know. <laughs> that would have been, that would have been made this episode almost so much better. <laughs> Anyways. The rant is over. Well, a lot of the fans wanted Sally Sparrow to be yeah. the, the companion. So. Yeah, yeah and, and, you know... I don't know that she would have made a good companion. No. She was a little too low-key. Well, this was... The story was also based on that short story that he did in the annual. Oh, yeah. What he did on that. my summer holidays or Christmas holidays by Sally Sparrow. And the Weeping Angels weren't in it, but the doctor was back in time and she had to get the TARDIS back to him or whatever. It was sort yeah. of based on that. Yeah, and, and this was during a season that was really good. I put down Martha, but this season, the third season, was, was a really good season. It had a whole bunch of episodes in a row um, that were really good. This came right off of um, the two-part Human yeah, Nature. And um, yeah, so this was like this is definitely a pinnacle, and 
to see the show go downhill so quickly after that. Well, he reached his peak too soon, and then after that, he never could recapture. Yeah. Well, he's he's he did some good stuff afterwards, Moffat, but um, yeah, this is. I know a few people that don't like this one as much because the doctor's not in it that oh. much, and I get it. But I I still think his influence was so. You know, I don't know. I just it just definitely up there for me. I, you know, it's like I almost want to see it again. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen it. It's like. Yeah, me too. I hadn't watched it in a couple of years. So it was nice to see it again. Remember all the little things I had forgotten about. You, you always get afraid. I get afraid when I watch episodes I haven't seen for a long time, especially some of the classic episodes, because I'm like, you know, I remember liking this episode. I wonder if it still holds up. I wonder mm -hmm. if I if I change my opinion about it. And sometimes I, it doesn't. Sometimes I go, oh, boy, that wasn't as good as I remembered it. But, but this one, maybe with a, you know... I, I had remembered it was really good, and it was like, wow, that's that's really good, and you know, especially when you know it's Moffat, you're like, boy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, go from here to there, but you know. Yeah, it's uh, when I rewatched Doctor Who. I found things that I thought I didn't like before. I I liked better, yeah. you know. Like, I really like Nine as a doctor, and a lot of people can't stand him. But I thought he was really good. No, he was good. <clears throat> yeah. A and the fact that the doctor's not in this that much, I mean, um, you know, didn't really... I don't think it was a big deal, because his presence was definitely throughout the whole thing, and um, maybe it's nice to have a little bit of break from that formula and go with something a little bit different. But the time travel was just handled really well in this. It wasn't they weren't traveling around in time, but some people were, and it worked out perfectly. Time travel in Doctor Who doesn't always work. A lot of times, it's you know, and, and he mentions it that it's the timey wimey. Okay, everyone's using that term now. It's coming from this episode, and it's become standard. But it's a way of explaining something. But the thing is that. When, when, when something doesn't make sense and it really doesn't make sense, you can use the term timey-wimey. Mm -hmm. in, in this case, all of it made sense. There, there, it was the, the, the thing that was... But he was still saying it was timey-wimey, but, um, but it was one of Moffat's scripts that actually at the end of it, you're like, wait a minute, it all makes sense. It's all been answered. You're not going, whoa, wait a minute now, what happened when this happened? And, and Whereas in the when he took over, it seems like almost every episode he did was like that. You know, he tries to outdo himself, and he he, do, he doesn't have the answer as well. Nothing seemed thrown in there except for maybe the rock. <laughs> well, yeah. he didn't. He was. He didn't seem like he was trying to be clever. When he started running the show, it seemed like he was just yeah. trying to be clever. Show off or something. Okay. Thanks for listening. Your life could depend on this. Don't blink. Don't even blink. Blink and you're dead. They are fast, faster than you could believe. Don't turn your back. Don't look away and don't blink. Good luck. <laughs>